Hey friends, welcome to one of our special Her God Story Christmas episodes. We've got a great story that we pray will build your faith and equip you in your walk with the Lord. I'm your host, Jody Kiracosta, ministry leader at Somebody Cares America International, author and traveler on this journey of faith. I love Christmas. I love the twinkling lights and joyful music, the special meals, the extended times with family, the more abundant opportunities to focus on Jesus and his carnation. I love the giving of gifts and sharing God's love in tangible ways with those who might be struggling, which quite frankly has probably been most of us at one time or another. And if you've lived very long at all, I'm sure you've discovered like me that life does not always cooperate with our plans and celebrations, even Christmas. Isaiah 9, 6 tells us that Jesus, the child born in a manger thousands of years ago, is a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, our everlasting father and the prince of peace, and that the increase of his government and peace will have no end. When your world is overwhelming, like my friend's Katie Stevens' world was just a few years ago, it's good to remember who Jesus is, our prince of peace. Listen as Katie shares her story. I want to cancel Christmas this year. My husband, Matt, looks up from the computer where he's working in his office. I've definitely caught his attention, but he doesn't look completely surprised. It's early December 2019 in what has been one of the most intense seasons we've ever faced as a family. We are in the weeds with any family's worst nightmare, cancer. The one who has been called into the ring to fight is our oldest son. At 26 years old, Josh is battling a sudden diagnosis from a few months earlier. Stage 4, B-cell non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. We've been given no choice but to dive into a world of oncology filled with doctors, new terminology, chemo, and talk of potential transplants. And let's not forget fear and uncertainty. To say it's been a lot would be an understatement, and we as a family are feeling every bit of it. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. In fact, it's my favorite holiday. I love it all. Family, gifts, food, decorations. I grew up in a family where Christmas was a big deal. We prepped for weeks. We didn't just attend church on Christmas Eve. We sang for it every year. Christmas Day was filled with celebration with our own family and our extended family. And as an adult, ever since our boys have been little, we've celebrated our own traditions. New pajamas on Christmas Eve, exchanging names for stockings, French toast casserole in the morning, gifts for everyone, including the dogs. I'm just really not feeling it this year. I continue feeling my eyes begin to well up and my voice shaking a little. I don't want to put up the tree, prepare food, make cookies, or buy presents. Since Josh has moved back in and is living in the front room, we really don't have any room anyway, which is fine. I don't feel like going to church and singing Christmas hymns while I hold a candle. We can talk to the boys, but can we just let ourselves off the hook and treat Christmas like any other day this year? I pause my diatribe, and with tears now on my cheeks, I wait for him to respond. He nods. I knew he would get it. He's been treading the same intense water I have. We talk a little more, confirming that this is the decision we really want to make and about logistics, not that there are many when you're canceling a celebration. 
We decide a conversation with our other two sons, Micah and Jacob, is the next logical step. At 20 and 18 years old, they take it in stride. They've long since abandoned the thought of Santa and Christmas magic, and being in the weeds with the rest of us, understand the need for respite. As the days go by and the calendar careens toward the 25th without any permission from me, I begin to feel the absence of the weight that has been lifted from my shoulders. I'm free to process my cancer-related grief and coping while I continue working and managing my people, my household, and of course, our cancer warrior. Though I'm all about giving Jesus a decent birthday celebration, it sure is a relief to not have to be knocking out to-do lists that are gift stocking and Christmas cookie related. But I noticed something in the midst of all of this. Though there are some things that are missing, what is still intact is being together. We aren't buying things for each other, but we are enjoying more time with each other. In our choice to focus on the daily and mundane, we're feeling the gift of it. And before I know it, we approach a Wednesday that happens to be the 25th of December, formerly known in our house as Christmas Day. We sleep in, we eat breakfast, though there's no French toast casserole or the opening of stockings. I feel the absence of the pressure. We decide that in the void of the typical Yuletide ham, cheesy casseroles, and other holiday delicacies, we are going to order Chinese food. A boatload of Chinese food. Yes, we are drowning our overwhelmness in California rolls, rice noodles, sweet and sour shrimp, and pepper steak. And it is very, very good. The freedom from normal holiday expectations is becoming more and more empowering. And yes, I have some moments. I walk past the front room where all of my guys are watching a movie and picture for a moment how the room would normally be on this day. A festive tree, lights hanging around the room, snowmen dancing on any free space, the crackle of a roaring fire and the seasonal scent of cinnamon. It's only in my imagination since the room is actually taken up by a bed, prescription bottles, and the stench of medical illness, all reminding us of our current reality. I cry a little. I process. I grab a dog and snuggle. And ultimately, I'm okay. Are we cutting ourselves short by not allowing the holiday to serve as a welcome distraction? I don't know. But I'm realizing that the things we can offer each other on this uncelebrated Noel is presence. Not wrapped presence. Being there, presence. When your shopping list consists of sharing a meal and a movie, and you experience connection over commercialization, it changes things. You realize that the things that have always been important are there, despite not rising to the typical expectations of holiday busyness. This is a holiday that has made way for grief and struggle, and we're trying to play nice with it. Grieving comes in all sorts of forms. It's sneaky and mean, but at the same time, it's necessary. And in seasons of hardship and holidays, especially when they make strange bedfellows, we have to give ourselves grace to let things be what they are. Do we like it? No. Do we understand why things have to be the way they are? No. But there's something very freeing about surrendering. 
I can't control that my son is fighting cancer and how much it sucks and that it scares me and makes me really sad. But I can control freeing myself from all kinds of holiday pressures that I simply don't need this year. The rest of the story is a happier one. Almost exactly one year later, Josh found out he was in remission. But again, this was not without a fight. About a month after our non-Christmas Christmas, we found out that the cancer had made an unwelcome residence in Josh's brain. The fight amped up again with more chemo, radiation, multiple hospital stays, and ultimately, the thing that did the trick, CAR T-cell therapy, which I really recommend you read up on. It's a fascinating medical breakthrough. Oh, and if you're tracking the timeline, the world shut down for a pandemic through all of this too. The Christmas of 2020 was, believe it or not, a welcomed normal one for our family. Now, I know nothing about 2020 was normal for anyone, but in our world, we had the trauma-free space to breathe and find our holiday spirit again. As a matter of fact, the world slowing down maybe gave us a new appreciation for having time. We had time to process, put up the tree, make Christmas foods, and bless each other with thoughtful gifts. And through it all, these two Christmases had this very valuable thing in common. Us. We all still had each other with and without all of the holiday extras. Ultimately, it's not about the things you can order and wrap. It's about those things that are more valuable than anything on our Amazon wish lists. Time, listening, being there, each other. We have so much for which to be grateful. But friends, sometimes life is downright hard and things just suck. Give yourself permission to feel and process. And when necessary, take a break. Sometimes the best thing you can do is not do something. Yes, holidays are important, but you are more important. The best way to celebrate is often to listen to that nudge to take care of yourself. Baby Jesus will understand. He may even split some California rolls, rice noodles, sweet and sour shrimp, and pepper steak with you. Thank you, Katie. That was so good. You know, Katie's story reminds me of the story of Hannah in 1 Samuel 1. Every year, Hannah's husband Elkanah took his family to Shiloh to celebrate and offer sacrifices. He loved Hannah dearly, but he also had another wife. And Hannah was barren in a day when the worth of a woman was often equated with the number of children, especially sons they had. Her rival had several children, and she wouldn't let Hannah forget it. Their annual trip to Shiloh was supposed to be a joyful occasion, but that was when Hannah felt her pain the most. She could not join in. But she did go to the tent of the Lord and poured her heart out to him, and God heard. He spoke to Hannah through Eli the priest, telling her to go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request you've asked of him. Those words were prophetic in Hannah's life. They spoke life to her, and later that year, she had her first child, Samuel, who became a great judge and prophet of Israel. Like Katie shared, it's okay to change your holiday routine. Hannah did too. Dial back the festivities when necessary. Even cancel the external celebrations if needed. Jesus, 
who is God with us, the Prince of Peace, will still be in your midst. When Jesus walked the earth, he said in John 16, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. We all encounter trials and struggles in this life. Maybe you or your family is dealing with a health issue or relationship challenge or deep loss this year. As the Christmas season comes, remember the one who has overcome them all is with you. And if you have confessed Jesus as your Savior and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, he is in you. You too are an overcomer. So if you're celebrating full throttle this year, don't lose the Lord's presence in the gaiety and the fun. Make time to focus on the reason for the season. And if you're not looking forward at all to Christmas, I encourage you to make time to enjoy the Lord's presence. He's with you and he has overcome the world. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I cannot begin to thank you enough for the gift of your son, Jesus. Because of his incarnation, we now have God with us, the Prince of Peace in our midst. And no matter what is going on in the lives of those who listen to this podcast, I ask that your presence will be experienced in a new way this Christmas season. Speak a word to each of them that reminds them of your overcoming power in and for them. Give them peace that passes all understanding to guard their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And it is in his name I pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. In our show notes at HerGodStory.org, you'll find links to scriptures and other helpful information. Don't forget to sign up for our, our periodic emails and download a free devotional of Women of the Bible. It's a great way to start the new year. We'd love to pray for you on our 24-7 prayer and text line. Give us a call anytime at 855-459-CARE or email us at prayer at somebodycares.org. And now, dear friends, I bless you also with the words of Eli from 1 Samuel 1.17. Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant you the request you have asked him. Merry Christmas. Her God Story is a ministry of Somebody Cares America and International. To find out more about or support the ministry, go to somebodycares.org.